Welcome back to the show. My name is Jose. Before we jump into today's theme, I want to run a quick announcement. I am now a member of the International Coaching Federation, and I can now practice ethical coaching. Reach out to josemoda.net slash coaching. My first five clients will get a tremendous discount on a six-session package. And now back to the show. Ever since 2008, I've been working for software agencies as either a software engineer, a UX designer, or a product manager. Unlike startups who build some sort of product or services that customers buy or subscribe to, agencies sell their expertise to solve their clients' problems. The two business models are very distinct. Requests for proposals, or RFPs, are a very common process. They are the vehicle of proposing solutions. They typically include a general interpretation of the problem, an overview of the solution, team composition, scheduling arrangements, and budget, among other details. RFPs can be adequate for projects with a fixed scope, schedule, and budget, but not so much for complex problems. And yet, agencies still have to land contracts. Here's a wicked question. How can agencies sell a business model that allows teams to solve complex problems one iteration at a time, while still ensuring sustainable relationships with their clients. I don't have a surefire answer for this. There are just too many variables to consider. What I do know is what I've been through over the years, and I want to share my thoughts on the key learnings I've experienced in a series of short episodes, starting today. Agile done wrong number one. Mixing waterfall with Agile does not work. The two ideas are just antagonistic. You either choose a traditional, predictable approach, or you embrace the uncertain and the complex. There's no middle ground. Here's why. Waterfall is useful for simple or predictable domains of work, like construction, math, regulatory, and others. Because of this, it is very straightforward to reach out to clients to collect full specs about a request that does not change. Everything is sequential. All planning is conducted beforehand, so the work is streamlined afterwards. Scope, schedule, and budget are fixated, and each team focuses on a phase of that project. Agile, on the other hand, embraces uncertainty and complexity. It reduces risk by tackling the maximum amount of value to customers for as little effort as possible in a small interval of time. Planning Executing and delivering happens frequently, and the increment is also inspected often. There is no project manager. Instead, teams are cross-functional, and they have the skills required to deliver a full working product. Decisions are made all the time, and everyone is involved. The fallible notion of adopting waterfall with sprints, which are typical iterations in Agile or Scrum, is only representative of a common misunderstanding of what each approach aims to achieve. The most notable justification I've observed for the symptom to surface was that it could hold people accountable to their estimates and shift blame and mitigate risks more frequently. So where do organizations begin their transformation? Start by assessing their current state of agility. Run through each of the four main ideas of the Agile Manifesto and ask yourself, 
On a scale of 1 through 4, how much do I prefer the things on the left over the ones on the right? Use the same scale to assess how much you practice each of the 12 agility principles. If you don't know which of these principles are and the key values of the manifesto, I'm going to share them with you right now. The manifesto talks about four things on the left side over some other things on the right side. The first one is promoting and valuing individuals and interactions over processes and tools. If you're agile, you're going to promote individuals and interactions more than processes and tools. It doesn't mean that you will not use processes and tools. It just means that you're going to prefer the interactions and valuing individuals instead. Value number two, working software or working product over comprehensive documentation. Value number three, customer collaboration over contract negotiation. Value number four, responding to change over following a plan. I'm not just going to enumerate all 12 principles of the manifesto, but I'm going to focus on one in specific, and you'll understand why it's so important to understand that agile and traditional approaches like waterfall just don't mix. The idea of welcoming changing requirements even late in development is just incompatible with a waterfall-based approach. Later in development, if there's a change request, that takes time, and there's a lot of red tape that goes behind it. If you're truly agile and nimble, you welcome those changes, because you'll be ready and prepared with enough conditions and with enough simplicity in your processes to accommodate those changes. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. Be sure to stick around for episode number two of the series in a few days. Want to stay tuned for more episodes? Check out josemodanet slash podcast or check us out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Talk to you soon.